Hi, welcome to our podcast. The podcast is called Sink or Swim. It's about our lived experience with COVID-19 and how it has changed the world, but most specifically how it has changed our lives. Hey, Tanya. I'm so glad that you were able to take our call today. We're excited to talk about our lived experience with you. I'm excited to talk to you, too. I've been wanting to tell my story. Let's do it here on Sink or Swim. It's a long COVID, long haulers podcast. I love stories. Well, here we are. Hey, world. Welcome to another Sink or Swim, a long COVID, long haulers podcast. It's my honor to bring to you Tanya. Tanya and I met in the Facebook group, COVID Long Haulers Humor Therapy Group. I would recommend that if you're like us, a long COVID or long hauler, you go search for this group on Facebook, COVID Long Haulers Humor Therapy Group. It brings a little laugh to what we have to deal with every day. So world, thank you for listening and welcome Tanya. How do you respond to someone that just doesn't seem to believe, doesn't seem to support what you and I both know we deal with? I have family members. I have friends that are in total denial. They don't know how to deal with me being uncomfortable. People are uncomfortable with people being uncomfortable. They're not educated in it. They have no idea. I try to educate them as much as possible, but if they're not willing to listen, you know, what do you do? I agree. I would like to just kind of address that a little bit. When something is happening and it's not visible, it's hard for someone to wrap their mind around it. Absolutely. And I think that that's been a problem with mental health for decades. So if someone is struggling with something that isn't seen by anyone, but only felt by themselves, it's hard for people to know what you're feeling understand what you're feeling and support that there may be something going on. And I know that I myself have had PTSD. My work has been affected by it because of some of the effects from COVID. It feels like, and I know Doug feels this way, and I'm sure that there's many COVID long haulers that feel this way, that you're not believed. You can just suck it up, go on with your life, yada, yada, yada. So I think that the issue is, first of all, even the the most educated people don't know what to do with it and don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And then you've got friends and family that have no idea. They see you the same as what you were prior. And so why can't you just, you know, get up and go like you always have? Mm-hmm. Hey world, and I do mean world. We are over 15 countries now, growing strong. If you haven't listened to our podcast about the EBU treatment and the five modalities, Dr. Asher Milgram, go back and listen to those two. There are two podcasts. You want to listen to both of them. World, thank you again for listening. Long COVIDs, long haulers, we're in this together. I don't know about you, Tanya, but I know that I have been tested, poked, prodded, looked at, listened to, and so much by the entire healthcare system. I know I've said it on other podcasts, but I've had over 180 or 185 individual lab tests, and nothing is abnormal. I've had radiology mm-hmm. of all types. Nothing is abnormal. And mm-hmm. I've literally said... And I hate this because cancer is a horrible thing, 
losing a limb is a horrible thing. I lost both my parents to cancer. I know what it's like to go through it. But I've literally said out loud, if I could just have cancer, if I could just have a lost limb, if I could just have something that somebody can see, then we all can deal with it, whether it's negative or positive, but at least we could like deal with it. How do you deal with that kind of feeling? Because I'm sure you have it. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> It, it, well, and that's okay. I don't know how to answer it either. That's why I ask. And I've asked several people uh, before because does that, does that ever, I mean, does anything similar go through your mind with that? Uh, my mother had cancer and she passed of it. So I understand that I've had loved ones and family members die from COVID. I think because we can't get any answers, we can't get the cure so where's your goal you don't know which goal which direction to go for a goal if you don't know if you're going to get better or not and i ask myself all the time is this it is this as good as it gets it's hard to to choose the direction of your healing or to move forward if you don't even know where you're at you don't know where you stand yeah it all feels very confusing, very lost, very disconnected. So Tanya, share with all of the listeners, and we have listeners from probably 13, 14 different countries now already. So it's a vast societal, vast age group that is listening. They, I, Stacy, always like to be able to hear how did your story, how did your lived experience with COVID begin? Tell us a little bit about your exposure and how did that very beginning go? When everyone was in isolation, I stayed home. I worked from home. It was easy for me to to not go anywhere. I didn't go to any parties. I didn't go to any gatherings. Like I said earlier, I, I volunteer for Camp Hope for the disabled veterans, and they had a fundraiser that was their first outing of the year that they opened up to. There was no volunteers. They were begging me, please come in and help us with the fundraising, and I did. I wore my mask, and there was 400 people. It was a poker run with state everywhere. There was five people wearing masks and it was me and my partner next to me collecting the cash. I changed masks two or three times. I remember handling thousands of dollars in cash. That was where my problem was, I think. There was five people that got the COVID afterwards from there that I know of. The masks didn't fit very well, so I adjusted it a lot. So I know that's probably where I got the contact from. That was August 29th of 2020. I started getting symptoms September 5th. It was a Saturday, I remember, because I didn't have to work and I was in bed all weekend and it was Labor Day that Monday. So I was in bed for three days. I felt like I had pneumonia or bronchitis, which I used to get every year. It just kept getting worse and worse. I went in on Tuesday to urgent care and they confirmed it was COVID. I went home and I, I thought I was going to die. It was horrible. The breathing, it was painful to breathe. One of the veterans that I had 
Hill brought me a nebulizer. She was a nurse. I used it three times a day, and I believe that it saved my life. I did the two-week quarantine, like they said, the health department called, and after two weeks, I got paid from work. I went in, I went back to work the third week from home, still working from home, but I had a fever, so the health department would not let me get out of quarantine, which was fine, but I still had to use the nebulizer three times a day. I was taking a nap at lunchtime. I was going to bed as soon as I finished work. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't do anything. It started getting harder to do my job. Together, we are long haulers, long COVID. We are the people battling with this COVID-19. Together, we can make a difference in supporting each other. Together, you can help others to be able to find this podcast to get their own support, their own individual understanding and help for their own family and friends to understand. Please follow, please share, please like, please make comments. Thank you very much. What used to take me 15 minutes took four hours. You were talking through the process. So was this mm-hmm. weeks into being sick or was it a couple months after you got sick? I'm just trying to figure out how long because most people end up dealing weeks. with it for quite a while. Okay. It was weeks of, of just the initial COVID. And when you had sent me uh, a note and one of the things that just really jabbed me in the heart because I've, I've had very similar feelings. You said, I remember praying to God, please don't let me die. Sometimes I wish I had. I know that you and I aren't the only two that ever felt that way. Just share some more details about that. That was the third week when I had to go back to work. It was so hard to just do my daily functioning. It was so difficult. The the pain of, you know, every part of your body and having, you know, 50 symptoms and, you know, wondering, is is it going to get better? Am I going to get worse? You hear on the news that... The hospitals were full, so I didn't want to go there. And so I stayed home. And that's why I asked my veteran friend, you know, can you help me? And bringing the nebulizer helped me to get by. But it was it was horrible. The The fever was high. The pain was so high that I, I did cry out. I remember I remember dropping to my knees and praying, God, help me. I don't want to die. I've got too many people to help. <laughs> I hear you. So so many people were relying on me. I didn't want I didn't want to lose that relationship that I had with them. That they were needing me to have some hope. After twenty months now, you ask yourself, is this as good as it's going to get when you had such a wonderful life that was my identity to help others. But what I've realized is you have to love yourself. And I remember praying to God, please don't let me die. And I got an answer back. And my answer was, how are you supposed to help others if you don't understand where they've come from, if you don't understand their pain? So I know I'm still here to encourage long haulers. You gave me goosebumps. You know, (laughs) Doug lost his brother to COVID in August last year. I'm so sorry. Thank you. with the way that he feels on a daily basis he said many times it should have been him because scott was healthy when you're talking about is this as good as it gets and how can i go on like this i know that if my husband feels that way 
because this is a man, this is a godly man. This is a strong, godly man that is the rock to our family. And I know that if he feels this way, there's so many others that feel the same way. Absolutely. World, I want to thank you one more time during this podcast for listening. I also want to encourage you very strongly to please follow. You're going to get several podcasts coming up that you're going to want to hear. People sharing their stories, people sharing information, people sharing stuff that will make a difference in your life. So please follow. Please share this with others. The only way that we can get this out is with your help. So please share with others so they get the same benefit you get from listening to the different podcasts we're putting out in every country in the world. We want to be able to touch those people that are long COVID long haulers. So let's keep going. Please follow. Please like. Please share. Please make comments. Thank you again. Sink or Swim, a long COVID long haulers podcast is on every available podcast platform. Thank you. Be blessed. It's a choice.